Grace to you and peace from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. From Philippians chapter 4, And my God will fully supply your every need, according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. There is one tradition that has a tendency to to be in many households during the Thanksgiving day, where they say, okay, let's go around the room and everybody say what they're thankful for. So we're going to do that. All right, ready? We're going to start over here in this corner. Don't think we really want that, right? Pastor, we have pie after this. Let's, Let's move it along. No. We like to give thanks. It's what we do on a holiday called Thanksgiving. It's kind of simple. Thanks, giving, give, thanks. It goes hand in hand. And yet, why do we only have one holiday of Thanksgiving? Pastor Hyman shared with me that Charles Dickens once said it this way. He said, Americans have it wrong. Use that one day just for complaining and griping And then use the other 364 days to thank God each day for the many blessings he has showered upon you. If you know the Seinfeld episode, it's the the airing of grievances for Festivus, right? Comes to a point, though, where he's not wrong, is he? Except for the fact that even that one day is also a day to give thanks. Why one day? Does God only give blessings on one day? No. Yes, even though we have a national holiday on one day, which we're really excited for because we get off of work, we get off of school, we get the family together, so many things which we celebrate, which we enjoy on that one day, but why do we only give thanks on one day? It doesn't make any sense. Especially when, as we heard, God will fully supply your every need. Do you only have needs one day a year? Or is it every day? Does he only give one day a year? Or does he give every day? And that's where we remember that God meets our needs throughout the year. All of our needs throughout the year. Paul's letter to the Philippians, you could argue, is actually just one big thank you note. In fact, it even starts after his little greeting to the Philippians. He goes on to say, I thank my God every time I remember you. I love that. He's saying thank you. Thank you to the Philippians. And then actually the last section, which is right here uh, before our one verse, but that entire section that that verse starts to close out, he goes on to write, I rejoice greatly in the Lord now. I thank the Lord greatly now that you have revived your concern for me once again. It's a thank you note. And it's a thank you to the Philippians. Now, this is one of those letters that Paul wrote while he was in prison. I don't know how many prisoners are actually writing thank you notes. It's not necessarily a place that we go, wow, you you were arrested for for teaching and preaching Christ. Yeah, that's something to give thankful for, right? To be in prison. And yet that's exactly what he does. He gives thanks to the Lord. Continually. Constantly. 
giving thanks. Throughout this wonderful letter, he shows his joy. He shows his contentment even while being in prison. He finds so many blessings to give thanks to God for. The first... The first that traveled to this country, right, other than those natives that were here already, that first year, they really didn't have a lot to give thanks for, did they? Running from their home country, they come over here, they take the voyage across the sea, which isn't the easiest thing in a wood boat. They suffer one of the harshest winters that they'd ever met before. Not to mention the illness and the starvation. And many of those that came, they died. But then with some help, that next year they were able to store up enough. They were to be able to build homes. They were able to be, stay warm during the winter. And then they gave thanks even after losing so many of their countrymen, even after losing so many of their friends and family, they gave thanks. Paul in prison, he gave thanks. Those pilgrims that came, they gave thanks. What about us? What about you? Are you going to give thanks? Of course it's Thanksgiving. Of course we're going to give thanks. Great. So if we would go around, right, and we'd say, all right, let's go around and everybody say what they're thankful for, what are you going to include? Family, spouse, children, parents, grandparents, grandkids, those that we get to celebrate the holiday with, friends, co-workers. Awesome. What else? Maybe it's the meal that we're about to stuff in our mouths. Enjoying that entertainment of, of a good sports game other than the fact that the Lions are playing. Yes, I said it. Enjoying all that. The fact that we have so much of what we have, not to mention then the very next day, what are we, we going to do? Get up and go get some more. Are we going to be thankful? Yeah. But what about... Being thankful for the hardships. Maybe not everybody's going to make it to Thanksgiving this year. Whether because of illness or because we lost them this year. Maybe we don't have this stuff. Maybe our meal isn't as big, as, as, as fulfilling and satisfying as, as we're used to or, or desire to have. What about when things aren't wonderful? Do we still find something to give thanks for? Absolutely. Paul was giving thanks. He was thanking the Philippians, yes, for their support, not only a monetary support, but also sending a, a wonderful friend. But he was giving thanks, even in prison, no matter his circumstances, no matter his situation, Paul gave thanks. Why? Because he found the wonderful way, the mystery of being content with all that he's been blessed with. And he shares it with us. 
He shares with us the wonderful way of being content, to be happy with what we have. He says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. There it is. Contentment. In one verse. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Paul's been through it all. That roller coaster of his life, he's had. He's been without. He's been stoned. He's been celebrated. He's been saved. He's been beaten. He's been through it all. Now he's here in prison and yet he still gives thanks because of Christ who gives him strength. That's where this wonderful promise at the very close of his letter comes in. The one we heard already read. And my God will fully supply your every need according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. God is the one who gives you the strength. God is the one who gives you the contentment. It's not because of what we have. It's not because of what, what we are able to do or what we can. It's what God gives. It's all these wonderful blessings that God provides for us, that God wonderfully provides for us. That's where our contentment lies. In the strength that he provides. In the blessings that he provides. He fulfills that in, his wonderful, in that wonderful prayer we make, Right? Our Father in heaven. Remember the petition about the stuff? I don't remember a petition that says stuff and Lord give me stuff. What do, we, what do we pray? Give us today our daily bread. Good, a lot of you know that one. He does, doesn't he? We have. He's provided so much of which we are wonderfully thankful for. He gives us food to eat. He gives us a job to pay for that food. He gives us the ability, the strength to work for that job. He gives us friends and family to encourage and support us, even when things aren't great. He gives us that strength to be a friend even when drama is going on in, in our lives. He provides every day. Thanksgiving, yeah, we remember God who gives us beyond what we have ever deserved, whatever, beyond everything we've truly actually desired. He's given and given and blessed, always giving us all that we need. What are you going to be thankful for? Yeah, it's easy to think of the big things, right? Oh, I'm thankful for, for parents. I'm thankful for spouses. I'm thankful for children. I'm thankful for a vehicle. I'm thankful for a home. How about even going even smaller? Thankful for a bed. Did you wake up with a pillow? Or a blanket for you <coughs> true Arizonians who need it still? <laughs> How about an alarm clock? Don't always think about that, do we? How about the breath that's going in and out? that my eyes open and close. Do we think about those blessings? Have you started to count all those blessings? If I would ask you to count all your blessings right now, start, would you be able to count them all? Because every inhale, every breath out, every blink, it's all a blessing. God gives beyond. 
Why hold it till one day? And it's not just the stuff either, is it? Yes, he provides for the physical. He provides for the emotional. He provides for our mental. But he goes beyond that because he also provides and takes care and gives and blesses our spiritual needs each and every day of our life. When our King of kings and Lord of lords willingly set aside that rule for a moment, came down from his throne on high, took on human flesh, took on the very nature of you and I, lived that perfect life, suffered and died in our place, and then the wonderful crown of being raised from the dead just to ascend into heaven, showing that he has defeated sin and death, given us forgiveness, and now what does he continue to give us? That forgiveness every day of our lives, which then includes our salvation and life and eternity and inheritance of the kingdom of heaven. That's what Christ has done for us. That's what God has done for us. That's what God has blessed us with. Does that forgiveness happen only one day a year? Do we only need forgiveness one day a year? Oh, wouldn't that be wonderful? Perfect the rest of the year, right? (laughs) We're not. And yet God gives all that we need. That's why we celebrate what we call a church here, one that we're restarting here. Happy New Year. As we start an Advent season, prepare for his coming. To celebrate his birth, his becoming human, becoming flesh and blood. Celebrating his birth at Christmas. Celebrating how he revealed himself to us throughout his life in the Epiphany. Celebrating his willingness to walk that path to Jerusalem for us during Lent. And suffering and dying for us. Thanking him for rising from the dead that Easter season. Thanking him for ascending. And for sending his Holy Spirit during the Pentecost season. And thanking him once again for that gift of eternity with him in end times. Thanksgiving isn't one day a year, is it? Thanksgiving is every day of every life because he's promised it. God promised to fully supply your every need according to his glorious riches. No matter how great your need, physical, mental, emotional, we have a God who is there for us, for our spiritual needs that we need every day. God provides for us. Nothing is too great for him because he gives from that riches that we have in Christ. Think about it. We have a God, indeed, who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all. If that's what he's willing to do, then he, Paul goes on in Romans, he says, then how will he not also graciously give us all things along with him? God gives us all things. All that we need for a physical day. God gave us his own beloved son to redeem us, to make us his very own children. And he will not refuse to meet our needs. Because he's our paternal father who loves us. We are his. And he promises to take care of us. 
to give us that everlasting care. This is a day absolutely we give thanks. We absolutely give thanks because he gives us so much. We are confident in that promise, confident that he will continue to provide for us, to give back to the Lord. And and so that's why we give back to the Lord on this Thanksgiving. Just that, thanks and praise and honor and glory. Making that thanks show through our lives to live that wonderful fullness as we go about our jobs, as we go about our hobbies, as we travel, as we go on vacation, we let our life be a life of thanks because he's provided for all of our needs. We let our life be that wonderful life for him, giving back to him because he's, guess what? Everything we have is from him. And so it's actually not us giving from ourselves. It's giving from him. Thanking him. If you do follow that tradition and you do go around the room, be thankful, absolutely. But maybe think about doing that tradition every day. Thanking him for all the blessings that he's given us. Because that's what we Christians do, isn't it? We give thanks. Not just on Thanksgiving, but every single day of the life. Every time that God meets all of our needs, which guess what? Is every second of every day, now and always. Most of all, He's given us Christ, He's given us Jesus. And so may we go and live those lives to bring that thanks and glory to our Lord who supplies all we need forever. Amen. The peace of God which transcends all understanding, guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.